Welcome to Group Dates and Hot Takes, a Bachelor Nation podcast. I'm Sampy. And I'm Christy. And we're recapping Michelle's season of The Bachelorette. Welcome back to episode three of Michelle's season. How's Hello, it going? everyone. <laughs> it's, it's going well. What about you? Oh, I am super stoked to get into things, but I feel like you may have some gossip rumors. I don't know what to call it. I, I from outside, from the outside world, uh, perhaps something uh, regarding Will. Oh yeah, I forgot about that. Actually, he he had just posted some weird tweets about like masculinity and feminism and you know all the things that will get the certain crowd very angry uh -oh. nowadays so oh, no. that's fun <laughs> <laughs> oh but he seemed so nice i know just arguing about pizza all the time oh <laughs> uh, yeah anything anything else um Nothing else except for Jamie is just doubling down on his villainy on social media. Oh. So he's, uh, he's not sorry in the least bit. Of, of course. Of course. Uh, well, I guess then let's get into it. <laughs> yeah, we start with Michelle still reeling from, you know, Jamie. <laughs> Being, uh, but, uh, so so stupid that, that was like Jamie in my opinion is like the evil version of Carl yeah he's the quintessential bachelor villain like like Carl was ridiculous but this is like Carl but also like evil yeah it's more sinister <laughs> yeah yeah, and I, yeah. Anyways, well, uh, we'll we'll get to him some more. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, so we we, uh, we get to have a group date. How exciting! Yes, it is a what Top Gun themed. Yes, Top group Gun date. themed, which of course, and I, I'm sure nobody cares about this, but they they were going with the Top Gun sequel date versus the original with tom cruise uh which is a little strange to me seeing as like it's not like top gun maverick came out super super recently i don't think like it's unless it ended up getting pushed back even further than i thought i feel like it's been a bit oh i didn't realize it had already come out um yeah i'm i'm pretty stinking sure Oh, I don't know. For some reason, I got the impression it was like an upcoming movie, but I did not look it up or anything. No, no, it's it's not. Um, but it is, however, a. It's it's just a sequel to a very, it's like a quintessential. Classic like, two thousands or nineties era Tom Cruise movie full of you know, masculinity and adrenaline and. You know, just that's that's why they uh, they had all of the guys walking down the run. I mean, it wasn't quite the same shot, um, but that's why you had them all like walking in a line with the flight suits and the aviator sunglasses because that's like a very famous shot from yeah, it did look from, familiar from the movie. There is just them like, ooh, look at these super attractive, you know fighter pilots just walking down the runway they're so cool that they that's that was the just from the movie i'm guessing michelle jumping out of the plane is also like a, a um, thing yeah though it wasn't like that wasn't the kind of plane that uh, well had. that was they, they that did the looked, best they could do that looked like a, <laughs> a slightly older era aircraft versus i mean the and I apologize, but the original Top Gun, at least, I haven't seen the second one, but the original is like a Cold War era type thing. So it's like actual 
jet-powered fighter oh, aircraft, okay. which I know. <laughs> I apologize. I'm interested <laughs> in military history and stuff. I will get back to the romance here. <laughs> <laughs> well, we got two actors from this Top Gun Maverick movie. Um, and they give out call signs, I guess, to each guy, just based on like their name or what their occupation is. So the most important one was Peter's, which was Doughboy. <laughs> yeah. And, uh, yeah, I don't think Peter liked that very much. <laughs> I, well, I mean, particularly since Doughboy is, is often a bit of a, I wouldn't necessarily go as far as to call it a slur, but it's sort of a, a, a mean nickname, potentially. Yeah, it's not particularly nice. <laughs> <laughs> no no it's not yeah I Peter just annoys me yeah he's he's like unhinged a little bit it's so easy to, <laughs> so so easy to set him off like the slightest little thing mm -hmm. yeah cause we get so I guess first of all was there really any point to Martin pulling Michelle aside and be like, oh, are you, are you actually okay? No, I, a producer I, for sure told him to do that. Ah, <laughs> <laughs> oh, there's so much evil in the show. Yeah, that, that was, I mean, she referenced it later, like, oh, it was so nice of you to, like, check up on me, and, but I just, it doesn't seem like that big of a deal <laughs> to me. Uh, yeah, so... I know that you would be the first in line here to jump jump aboard this uh, G-Force simulator that uh, yeah. pilots have to use. Pretty much my worst nightmare. Looks so fun. <laughs> I, I could not. You like you. Not only are you like spinning in a circle, but you're also spinning like yeah, it's three upside. It's, yeah, it's, it's three dimensional like... spinning because it's supposed to. It's supposed to replicate the forces of, of gravity and the, like the the multiplied G forces. You know, when you're at a fighter jet, it's, it, I guess it's like a training tool. I just uh, the human I, body isn't meant to endure Christy, G force. It's, it's it's fine, and we do. It 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 just it doesn't tell, feel right. Tell that to fighter pilots, Christy. <laughs> Even like when you're in an airplane and you're taking off, that I feeling that where feeling. like it feels like your body's being like pressed into the plane. It. It's such an unnatural feeling. I love it. <laughs> <laughs> well, I I had like my finger on the mute button this whole time because I was sure somebody was gonna throw up. Yes, Christy does not like vomit. No. And I was like and you even you did mute it at one point. I was like, "Hey, I'm trying to hear what they're saying." Yeah, because I think it was Will who looked physically ill before he even got in the machine. Yeah, but once he got in there, he was fine. Look, come on. <laughs> but like they also had to like declare their love for Michelle as they're like spinning around. Well, yeah, you can't just put them in the G-force simulator. You got to you got to have them declare their love as they do that thereby increasing the chances that they barf yes of course <laughs> so like peter i think spoken spanish no or... come on christy peter's italian he's a pizza preneur oh, right. i knew it was some foreign language <laughs> i didn't remember which one well will also spoke in another language he was and, speaking in spanish and basically copied the sentiment that Peter had. And, you know, this is just one more thing to set Peter off. Yes, Peter was not happy. He's like, he took my effing thing. Oh, <laughs> so angry. Uh, which then, of course, leads to even more confrontation because, and I, like, I honestly I didn't get this next part because they're like trying to keep the fighter pilot motif going and they're like 
part of what we have to train for is dogfights, you know, which is aircraft versus aircraft. But instead of doing anything actually flight-related, they basically just had them do that sort of... I really know what it's called, but it's basically where you have the giant foam Q-tips, I call them. And you're, like, up on a foam log, and you have to knock knock each other off. But they decide... To, they, they do that one-on-one, -on -one because that's mm -hmm. definitely very flight school. <laughs> yeah, this... I feel like every season there's some sort of 1v1 men competition where somebody has to, like, fight. And so they just kind of shoehorned it in here. But okay. at least this time it was, like foam and it's like less injury prone perhaps mm. i don't know we'll see <laughs> yeah they uh they like to get that testosterone flowing uh mm -hmm. and of course dun 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 in a matchup nobody could have seen coming peter Versus Will. And then Will proceeds to trash Peter. <laughs> yeah, I was surprised how quickly he lost that. <laughs> it was like one hit after another. Well, yeah, because that's the other thing too, right? Like Peter's pride wouldn't let him him give up and so he kept getting back on the thing and <laughs> kept getting kept getting repeatedly owned uh i probably should not find that quite as funny but i kind of consider peter to be a person of sort of the personality type of being a bit of a bully himself and so it's kind of satisf satisfying to be like wow you've just been incredibly obnoxious this entire time yes fall on your butt haha <laughs> <laughs> yeah and i guess somehow probably just to antagonize peter even more will is declared like the overall winner of everybody even though he only competed against peter no, no, I think they were talking, when they were talking about overall winner, I think they were talking about, like, just the group date in general, like, including, like, the declarations of love from the G4 simulator and stuff. Oh, I um, guess. Yeah. <laughs> but he will receive a jacket. Um, mm, Peter is not happy about that. No, he was like, oh, that jacket represents respect and blah, 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 and Will doesn't have my respect and all this stuff. Peter takes everything personally. <laughs> uh, yes, uh, just a little bit. <laughs> yes, especially since then Michelle like drives off with Will in a vintage car. Mm -hmm. Yeah, another movie thing. Yeah, yeah, I just... I have to say, and I, like... I will have more words about this later, but there are certain types of people on The Bachelor I just see and I have zero time for because it's just so, so absolutely ridiculous. And Peter is one of those people, like just so incredibly like petty and vindictive and like cocksure and all of that different stuff not a fan yeah so we go to the nighttime portion where we see more of that behavior <laughs> from peter really uh... the most important part there was there was like a montage of like michelle chatting <laughs> with like clayton nate and joe and she's like i feel lucky to have such mature <laughs> men <laughs> and it's just the next scene is just peter and will arguing again and like these insults <laughs> I found very funny. I didn't even write down who said what, but you can probably guess depending on what it is. But you hate my mouth because you wish you had it. Yeah, that's, that's Pierre. Your <laughs> pizza business is not even open. It's not changing anybody's life. You're intimidated by me. You're not the big dog. That's a sympathy jacket. I mean, just on and on and on. Yeah, uh, the... Probably the funniest thing to me 
out of that entire thing was well i one i just laughed so hard at the whole you hate my mouth because you wish you had it like that that makes absolutely (laughs) zero sense in any sort of context i know second of all is so like it's this big i i don't know if you consider like a double wing couch like it's like this big u shape like it's a very large couch and so will is sitting on one of the far wings and Peter's sitting on one of the other far wings and they're like having this back and forth thing. And then Nate is sitting in the middle, like halfway between both of them, like with, with like a glass of wine or something, just like looking like, why, why is this happening? Why, why do I have to be part of this? Yeah. He was dying inside. (laughs) Oh, that was, very funny. <laughs> so we quickly cut back to the house or the, the rest of the guys where we see Rodney is going to get the one-on-one. And for some reason, Malik finds the need to speculate and say, oh, Rodney's going to stay in the friend zone. Michelle isn't really going to see him in that way. I'm not sure, like, why he thought that, but. Yeah, and also, so, I'm trying to remember, is this also, I feel like this is also around the same time that Jamie then goes off and starts mouthing off to a producer. Is Mm, that true? That was later. uh, Was that about Brandon then? Um, Brandon is not... Is Brandon on this date? No, no, I'm just saying... Later, what I'm talking about with Jamie it was his mouthing off about Brandon versus Rodney. It was about Brandon. Okay, okay, that's Yeah. Right. Okay, all right. Anyways, continue, yes. So basically at this point, Peter, I guess, has had enough and takes Will's jacket while he's like gone and throws it in the pool. Just a super mature, so mature, level-headed decision. Oh, yeah. That's definitely going to help the situation for sure. And then like, I guess Peter at this point is like gone. So Will comes back and it's like, where's the jacket? The guys tell him. And then... I really liked what Nate did here. He was like, yeah, just just let it go. If you just chill, you'll be seen as the bigger man. Like, Nate knows not to feed into, like, just the vortex of bachelorness. <laughs> like, <laughs> yeah. Uh, <laughs> which, I mean, I do feel bad for him. He's not really able to take that advice and i guess like well he kind of did well no okay no i mean he did in that he didn't like blow it up what i'm saying is like it it seemed like it was a pretty big deal to him like just overall and like emotionally and stuff oh yeah because he was like kind of crying about it i that was slightly confusing yeah i mean i it was a bit confusing to me as well because it was like, well, can't you just get it out of the pool and dry it off and like, yeah. it be fine? It seems like I it. Mean, maybe I mean, it's more, maybe it's more about just the like symbolism of it, perhaps. But I suppose. I mean, they did show him fishing the jacket out of the pool. Mm-hmm. Um, it was very wet. And for some reason, Martin gets the rose. I didn't. He got the rose because. Because he took her off to the side and made sure she was okay. Christy, women love to be reassured. Well. <laughs> <laughs> wow. <laughs> I suppose. I don't know. It. Oh, that was one thing I did notice. Like, they were, when he was kissing Michelle, he, like, takes off his glasses in the middle of it. Yeah, he's like, <laughs> that was funny. takes off glasses, throws them to the side. 
<laughs> don't want these to maybe, get in the way. This is going to be too too steamy for for glasses. Maybe that's what got him the rose. <laughs> wow. Unbelievable. Um, so yeah, Will ends up not telling Michelle like about all the drama, which is probably a good thing. And then he gets like this private concert in front of a string quartet. Mm-hmm. Where they can, yeah. Again, just stand there, make out. Mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, what a classic. I know. At least the uh, embarrassment of standing, like, of, like, playing music just for these two people who are just standing there, like, making out like crazy was spread amongst, like, four people because it was a string quartet instead mm-hmm. of just yes, uh, and the they solo can, artist. <laughs> and they can, like, focus on just reading their sheet music. They don't even have to look at them. Mm-hmm. Yeah, just make sure you're in sync with with the other members of the mm-hmm. uh, the quartet, yeah. Ah, <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah. <laughs> so it is time for Rodney's one-on-one. And they are playing Truth or Dare, which really is just all the dares are first. Yeah. <sighs> which continuing... <laughs> continuing our... our just general theme with rodney uh michelle gets blindfolded this time and has to determine food yes and (laughs) shocker she is way better at it than rodney is (laughs) Mm -hmm. she got french fries correct and pizza again so much of this stuff is like i don't know maybe maybe uh maybe we should run an experiment to to uh actually verify this but it seems like for a lot of things you should be able to guess what it is even with a blindfold on i feel like when he did it he was way worse than like a person should be yeah i did see somebody online speculating that maybe they aired his answers out of order so oh, it would that seem would be cruel that i know so, cruel. <laughs> so maybe he did get some of the apples right but they just sliced it wrong <laughs> oh no that would be so cruel if they I know. did that but either way he still got the pizza and lasagna one wrong for sure so. <laughs> <laughs> uh, okay i still feel justified for ripping like <laughs> ripping <off> for that <laughs> um so one of the other dares was that one person has to streak through the lobby with no clothes on and you're so. gonna you're gonna skip the the super romantic handcuff together. Oh, and it was kind of inconse- inconsequential. I mean, they found a key, but I don't remember what. Well, it's just there. There are all these like giant, like quote unquote, like present, like boxes, basically. And so they were handcuffed together, and they had to open all the boxes and try to find the key so that they could unattach each other from themselves. Oh. And so they did. They had a grand old time, okay, Christy? Having a grand old time is not inconsequential. <laughs> uh. <laughs> uh, and you you just you all just wanted to you just wanted to skip right to the nudity. Wow. How dare you. <laughs> Look. I'm not I'm not going to pull my punches all right even with my co-host <laughs> oh well, well do you yes. want to talk about the nudity now well there wasn't much to talk about i mean hey he has to go streaking through the lobby while michelle like yells through a megaphone or something though technically okay in my opinion this was not a regulation streak okay he had a pillow mm-hmm. so he was not strictly nude he was only mostly nude in my opinion yeah still a slightly <laughs> uncomfortable thing to do because then also like Tasha and michelle are like watching from above the rest of the guys come out of their can rooms I, watching I just, <laughs> again, say again i like 
and maybe I'm just a hateful old man, but I I really do not like those asides. I hate them so much. With Michelle and Caitlin just like giggling on the side. No, no, no. TK, not Michelle. Oh, sorry. Yes, those two. Yeah, t- uh, yeah. We, like I just. I don't know how to it just seems like it seems like it's something that's just like it's like shoehorned in where like the producers are like oh you know what would be super hilarious is as this is happening we just splice in shots of TK being like Ooh, 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 this is, ooh, look at he's streaking around ooh, ooh, ooh. like i just i don't like it so i like i understand what you're saying like i understand how the, how it's like a little annoying but for some reason i don't mind it as much as you but it it i can see how it would grate on you especially since it seems to happen like a lot during this season yeah and just it just seems like it had like there's no point to it no there is none other than like oh like girls solidarity or like yeah i I just just... i don't know it's just a very specific well also the two of them are like very like bubbly and energetic yeah also so it kind of hate that No, and look, I may get myself into hot water for this, all right? But I, I just think that it's 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 almost like ABC was like, "Hey, we want you to play these characters," because it just seems mm-hmm. like to me, and maybe, maybe I just haven't experienced enough of the world maybe i just don't know enough women but like it seems like it's more of like this put on character versus who they are totally necessarily and i mean i don't you probably can speak to this more but it just seems like it seems like such a stereotype to me yeah i think it's almost like like the whole influencer vibe you're seeing on screen because if you watch like Tasha's insta stories or whatever like she's very like goofy bubbly energetic like that also but i feel like if she were just like sitting down having dinner with zach or whatever it wouldn't she wouldn't be acting like that so i think it is just like a the way you do this <laughs> the way you you act on insta stories or whatever yeah, because, like, of, co- of course, like, people have different personalities and some people are, are bubbly and 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 silly and stuff. It just seems to me at least like a put-on thing. And maybe I just, the most of the women that I know just don't act like that. And so it's a, it's a weird thing for me to see. But it's, like, it's it just, the two of them together, it just seems very weird because it it seems just so over the top like that they're oh we just need to be like super super giggly about this because we're women and women are supposed to be giggly like i i don't know i think they're just i feel like nobody wants to have like low energy on tv or whatever so that's probably part of it it's like you gotta like really amp it up i guess and also the other thing is that they they don't seem very much like hosts to me they seem more of like i don't know like encouragers cheerleaders like confidants um they they don't have like like the um i don't know like the the way like even the way chris harrison did things where he was sort of like aloof or above what was happening it just came in to like announce stuff they don't have that same vibe so it's just completely different yeah i i don't know it's it's very it's been strange to me yeah i mean next season we'll have an actual host so we'll see how that goes hopefully i don't hate him too i don't know he looks very much like 
Clayton. So that's kind of funny. Uh, <laughs> unbelievable. I guess we weren't ready for a black host, were we? Uh, uh, <laughs> I don't know. Yeah, is, I mean, is, that, is, that, is that too far for ABC? <laughs> I I don't know. I guess I guess we'll see. Uh, I mean, it was it was too far to have a a second Black Bachelor back to back. Look, Chris. Look at all the black. Got, look at all got, the black guys in this cast, and they chose the most stereotypical looking, normal Bachelor like they always do. Oof. <laughs> <laughs> look, Chris. Anyway, look, look. <laughs> one step at a time okay hey i'm not i'm not really complaining like i know they're not gonna do two of them back to back look okay i think abc just you know there are only 12 and a half roughly percent of the people in america are black so mm -hmm. it wouldn't make any sense to have no it wouldn't two back to back that would be no we don't want to oversaturate no, 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 definitely not so yeah so poor rodney <laughs> oh yeah well where were we yes uh yes but he got a pillow okay so uh but oh, yeah i yes. guess it was literally just like in the lobby of the hotel right yeah they seem i don't know this hotel seems very large but it seems like we only see the lobby <laughs> uh, I, I know but he gets to put his clothes back on yeah. And they get to go have the truth segment. Dun, dun, dun. Yeah, he said his biggest fear is dying before becoming a husband and father. And Michelle's is fear of being complacent. So. That was an interesting fear to have. Yeah. Like, just d dying before being a husband and father. Oh, I thought you were talking about Michelle's. I mean, I guess maybe it's more like a fear of premature death sort of thing. I guess, yeah. I could see that. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Well, we get to uh, see them have dinner. Yep, they get in a boat and row to dinner, actually. <laughs> and... Um, he shares about his family. Um, he was raised by a single mom who worked three jobs. And Michelle shared some interesting stuff here because she talked about her, since she's her parents are interracial, that her mom, like, I guess, ended up protecting her dad a lot so he didn't have to say certain things, which was interesting. And then she talked about... Um, the time someone said the N-word to her at the store, which just, like, that's, like, horrible all on its own. But then when she got home, like, her, whoever she was dating at the time was just not understanding why she was so upset with it and thought, like, oh, you're giving the person power who told you that. You should just, like, not react to it. Which, I mean... What a terrible response. <laughs> Yeah, I mean, because here's the thing. Look, that's true. But you also have to take into account, like, the emotional state surrounding that as well. Yeah, I feel like with by him saying that, he doesn't understand really what that word really means. Otherwise, that wouldn't be your, like, ah, whatever, it's not a huge deal type of thing yeah well she never wants to have to justify her feelings again no i did not think we'd ever hear someone mention the n-word on this <laughs> bachelor show <laughs> that was surprising to me Ugh. just can't believe we're becoming so progressive here i know 10 years ago this would have been impossible well, you know, even ABC makes progress. Mm-hmm. 
Yeah. Uh, I I don't mind Rodney. Yeah, I don't either. He's cool. Wow. I didn't I didn't see it before with him until this date, I guess, and I was like, okay. They don't seem to be a bad match. Well, he st- he strikes me as a pretty sincere person. Mm-hmm. Which is good, especially contrasted to somebody like Jamie. <laughs> wow. <laughs> yeah, big difference there. So yeah. he gets the rose. Are you going to gonna mention? Me absolutely. <laughs> <laughs> Except this rose. Uh, that one is a bit of a reach. <laughs> Look, she started it. Yes. I don't remember what she said at first, you know, but something yes. Like he... fully... Yeah, I... <laughs> Uh, yeah. <laughs> uh, he'll, he'll never live that down. No. I still think of him as Granny Smith. Every time I think of him. Oh, yeah. So uh, we get a, we get another group date here. Yes, and this is clearly the, like, B group of guys. Hey! I feel, I feel like all her favorites are in the, were in the first group date. Um, well, I don't know if I 100% agree with you. Maybe Brandon like, was like the only. Yeah. Brandon and then until the end. I don't know. Because I, here's the thing. Because I feel like. And maybe maybe her. Maybe they haven't progressed as much. I, but I feel like she has a decent connection with Nate. Yeah, but Nate was in the first. Wasn't Nate in the first one? Um, oh, yeah, yeah, he yeah, was. Yeah, you're right, he was. Okay. There are so many guys. I can hardly keep track of which dates they end up in. Um, but yeah, yeah. so this is... Um, this date is a poetry date. Mm. I don't know if I've mentioned my dislike of poetry on here before. This day, you can't <laughs> just dislike poetry. Poetry is such a wide range of stuff. I mean, I I didn't like this kind, whatever this the this spoken word thing. <sighs> the guys, and the guys had to write their own poem. Poem, I guess. It's like it's a whole. It's like a whole thing, like the spoken word, uh, poetry. Like typically, at least the stuff I've seen, it tends to be pretty. Uh pretty personal type stuff like pretty personal stories that's sort of like there's a very um there tends to be a very strong like beat and rhythm to it which is why like you heard so the guy i mean i have no idea who this is i guess rudy francisco or something who was reading he was like doing a poem when they got in there um that's why like the the style that he was doing it in and then the guy who was like totally fangirling he's like oh my goodness it's <laughs> rudy francisco he's in the room and i'm in the room and michelle's in the room. oh uh so he that guy as well when he had his chance um like you could like 100 percent, i could tell I was like, yeah, I mean, he is definitely like a spoken word poetry nerd. Yeah, he knew what he was doing. But everyone um, else, pretty much, it's just well, everyone else cringy. Pretty, well, it's pretty much like everyone else is kind of like Dr. Seuss poetry. <laughs> Which, like, again, it's not a bad thing. It's just a very different style, you know, sort of like the one fish, two fish, red fish, blue fish. Like the very, it's like a very different sort of cadence and strong like rhyming structure and and stuff which is of course very different than than the spoken word poetry but yeah a lot of just a lot of just personal stories which is just so so wonderful so uh just heartwarming to hear you know and then we had jamie oh of course yeah he (laughs) i guess Instead of writing a poem, he just told this rambly story and everybody hated it. 
<laughs> I forget who said this, but somebody was like, oh, that was a rabbit hole. <laughs> a rabbit hole. Or like a rabbit down a road or something. <laughs> <laughs> Didn't even understand. And then Michelle did hers. Mm-hmm. Which is pretty good. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I mean, she probably had maybe a bit more time to prepare than they did though i'm not i'm not positive about that but i would i would guess that's yeah. probably the case um yeah it's just uh yeah <laughs> you're thinking about jamie yes. <laughs> <laughs> well he's so full of himself and conceited and so it's like the nighttime, and he's like so confident. Um, but first, we had Brandon talking with Michelle. I think Brandon is probably the one she likes the most out of this group. Um, so he talked about his like high school experience a little bit. He was like really short until like junior year of high school. He had didn't he say he had braces? Uh, I think so. Um. And then I guess he also talked about, since he's mixed, um, being told he was not black because he's not as black as some of his other friends. Fun. I know. Just all kinds of racial issues there, and unfortunately. And then he attacked her face. Yes, this was very aggressive. He <laughs> pretty much knocked her over. <laughs> I love how these, like, serious issues always are then cut to making out almost immediately. <laughs> Look, I refuse to take back my Brandon-Jason comparison, okay? <laughs> I continue to think that there, I, there, there are strong similarities between the two of them. <laughs> mm, I mean, he is very, like, happy and excited. Uh, yeah, so I guess... We should talk about Jamie again. And look, I want to talk to I talk about even more than Jamie. All right, because as we were mentioning earlier, after this whole Brandon situation, because Brandon gets the group date rose, mm-hmm. and Jamie is very irritated by this, and even like he. I, I can't understand. He, like, pulls a producer aside and is, like, complaining about how he's, like, he's he shouldn't be in the same league as Brandon. Like, I mean, he's coming on the show. He thought it would be, like, this stronger, strong group of, group of guys. And he's just, like, put with people like Brandon and, like, all this nonsense. Yeah, he also doesn't want to wait the entire, like, time that the show takes like six <laughs> weeks and he, then he like insults michelle yeah and he's like oh she's in spring break mode like i don't want to judge but it doesn't mean I can't oh yeah he's like I, I like i don't judge but it doesn't mean i can't make fun of it <laughs> like what what kind what did he think he was signing up for i don't know but <laughs> i also the other thing i want to talk to about this is i just i just absolutely hate all caps screaming <laughs> just the this sort of incredibly toxic mentality um and you kind of we've kind of seen seen it in this episode towards Brandon and Rodney but like we we've seen this periodically uh across the seasons where it's just so it's like you have these people who are like so incredibly like prideful and stuck up and they have like just the absolute worst attitude towards these people and just being like so so incredibly rude but like it's it goes way beyond that too it's like seeing these people as like less than them or like lesser people because like for whatever odd reason like oh like brandon isn't 
like Brandon isn't the most attractive person there or like Brandon like hasn't done enough with his life or something or like the fact like all the stuff that was happening with with Rodney and how like he was getting talked down about it's like that is such a a toxic view to like have about people and it's also such a it's such a a one-dimensional view of things because like so for example with Rodney like I'm gonna moke I'm gonna poke fun at the guy because like that the Granny Smith apple was just that was too funny to ignore. But like that that is something that like like everybody makes a mistake. That that's very relatable. Like people there are random things people don't know. But at the end of the day, and again caveat that the producers are manipulating everything we see and know. But at the end of the day, at, at least on face value, he seems like a sincere person who can be silly and have fun and glo- go with the flow as well as be serious and have deep and interesting conversations. Like, that's somebody who is seems like a decent person. And to just be like, oh, like, he's not, like, the most masculine or he's x y or z that's like different than us like top guys did jamie say that no i'm just saying in general so jamie was talking more about brandon but i'm talking about earlier i'm just talking more about the general environment that seems to happen of these guys who are like they're so self-obsessed that Mm -hmm. they see somebody who is different at all from them they're like oh they're not as masculine as i am like that again i'm like sort of reading into the situation at some level but even with what jamie said about brandon like i like i don't like being in the same league as brandon like he's not as good as i am like it's just i hate that i hate that so much yeah he's they're entitled yes it's incredibly entitled i also think like producers may perhaps egg some of that on like don't you think you're better than this guy in their little itms and stuff like they're always comparing i guess since it's a competition everyone is comparing themselves to the next person and so you see somebody who's like i don't know maybe a little bit shorter and you're like well i'm taller than him i probably got a leg up (laughs) as stupid as that is like yeah i just think that despite the manipulation i just don't think that you can necessarily write that off as just like oh the producers are just egging things on because like i from a lot of the things we've seen it seems like these people are like that and would be like that to what maybe it wouldn't be quite a surface level but it seems like these are actually the views that they hold about other people um and that's very irritating to me because it's a it's like a very one-dimensional view and it's like well maybe maybe michelle is going to like somebody who uh actually has a personality and cares about other people besides himself (laughs) yeah i feel like a lot of the guys who act that way are just like you know they look like the traditional bachelor contestant but then they open up their mouth and it's like oh Yeah, you know, there's probably insecurity there as well, and you know what, all sorts of uh, deep unresolved issues. But I just wanted to get on my soapbox for a little bit because that just that irritates me so much. (laughs) Every time I see something, I'm like, ah, ah, just cut it out. Uh, anyway. <laughs> yeah, it's cocktail party time. Dun, 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 dun. So Michelle hangs out with Nate for a bit. They, like, run outside. Um, lots of making out. And then, well, everything kind of falls apart. Because, man, Rick was the little hero here. Because... <laughs> He's like talking with Michelle and he's like, I need to tell her that like, 
it wasn't true that everyone is questioning her character. And then Michelle like tells Rick, oh, it was Jamie who told her. And now like the cat's out of the bag. Then like Rick goes and tells Nate and Casey what Jamie did. And then they call Jamie up the stairs to talk with them. <laughs> and they like totally call him out. And it was so funny watching Jamie stutter and stammer and spitter and spatter about trying to explain what he said i just yeah it, it was so funny <laughs> he like had no response really and then he's like oh i wasn't involved in all those conversations about how supposedly all yeah, the men were questioning so, her. Yeah, it was so funny because he's like maintaining that all this stuff is happening like going on and how all these conversations are happening and people have uh, have been, you know, speculating about how Michelle how was in a relationship with Joe beforehand and yada, yada, yada. And then they're like, well, who is saying? And he's like, well, actually, I was in my room all day. I know. So how do you know this is happening then? And then he's like, oh, I don't have any specifics. Oh, uh, so. <laughs> this is just like the Carl thing. But and then he was worse. like, I know. Then he said, oh, it was an open-ended question that needed to be resolved. Which is like, no, no, it wasn't. And then he starts like breaking the fourth wall. And he's like, oh, the viewers at home watching the episodes are going to want to know <laughs> what was happening. <laughs> and then Nate is like, F the episodes, F the viewers. <laughs> it was so funny. Trying to oh. justify his behavior unsuccessfully. No, he did not succeed. <laughs> and then he also says he didn't talk behind anyone's back. Which is <laughs> not true. Ah, <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah, that's so funny. Shoot, he just kind of—he's like, the, look, the issue is. <laughs> it's like, no, that's not—that's not the issue. The issue is that you are a butthole. <laughs> <laughs> and then Michelle comes after a while and asks if everyone is okay while everyone's like standing around. So then Jamie like pipes up and like tries to explain what he did and then asked like, does that sound right? Does that sound like what right, I told right. you? <laughs> yeah, like desperately hoping that she'll have like misremembered the, the like, uh, this is maybe not a good analogy, but like there are these comedians who part of their show will be like, oh, they're, they're, there's this song. That I always like. I always thought the lyric was this, and then they'll they'll, they'll like say the lyric that's wrong, and then they'll play the, the the bit of the song for you. And because they've told you what you should expect to hear, then you're like, oh wow, it does say something about salami. When of course it doesn't. And if you just listen to the song of your own, it wouldn't sound like that. It's just like kind of a ambiguous type word but that's like exactly what he was doing he was like trying to like suggest this is what happened to be like <laughs> right this is what happened huh <laughs> like she was yeah. going to like go along with that yeah I, and, Mich and michelle's like do you realize what you did <laughs> this is such a teacher moment and then like she pulls him outside and I think Jamie is trying to insinuate like, oh, I just I brought up that rumor because like I wanted to get out in the open so like you could get ahead of it. And she's like, um, that wasn't protecting me. <laughs> like, that was not good. <laughs> and uh, she says their trust is broken. And she gets rid of him, though I... <laughs> before this though i was laughing so hard because like all this chaos is happening with all the guys and jamie and as is happening and he's like like low key like this is ridiculous and then he's like actually high key <laughs> uh, and then nate had some really great looks like just kind of in the background as when michelle was there with the group addressing jamie like all the guys expressions were really funny you love to hear it. You love to see it. Yeah. Also, I forgot to mention, Michelle had quite a stunner of a dress for this cocktail or a rose ceremony. But like, I yep. thought you didn't like it. 
I mean, it looks good on TV. <laughs> it's, it's not. I I don't have any occasion to wear a dress that's thousands of dollars like that. But you want you want just like if you're the bachelorette, you might as well. You want just like wear it as you were prepping sardines or something. <laughs> yeah, that that makes sense. <laughs> exactly. That's what I thought. <laughs> yeah. Sorry. <laughs> oh. Oh yeah, that's the end of Jamie. Dun dun dun. Hallelujah. Yeah, he had his perfect villain arc and time to go. Thank the Lord. Yeah. And we're we're look, we're working towards a decent number of guys, so I will soon be able to remember their names. Yeah, we are we got rid of Peter. Molly. Oh, so sad. I wanted Peter to go all the way. <laughs> um, Peter, Malik, Spencer, and one other guy. I didn't know his name. I was... ambivalent about everything, except that Peter went home. I was decently glad that that happened. <laughs> yeah. Look. Maybe I'm the only person in America who thinks this, but I don't need all this drama. I just want, I just want Michelle to find love, okay? It's all I want. I don't need to see all this drama. I don't think, I don't think you would like this show if there was no drama. If it was just love story. Bold of you to assume that I like it now. I know, but you'd like it. You would like it even less. <laughs> hmm. I don't know, Christy. I don't know. You would be so bored. <laughs> hmm. I see. Well, perhaps, but maybe it would be worth it because then, if there had been less drama, for example, on Katie's season, maybe she would still be dating the man of her dreams. Maybe. AKA Greg. Or Mike. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. yeah. Well, that's pretty much it for the actual episode. Yeah. Oh, speaking of Michael, I forgot to mention at the top that, like, there's this rumor that, remember, I mentioned there might be a second Bachelor show, like, after uh -huh. yeah. Clayton. There's a rumor it might be Michael. Well, I mean, I, th I feel like that's c kind of. I feel like that was something that I I was seeing stuff about a while ago, like the thought that more people were like, oh, he should be The Bachelor. Yeah, the, the one in Clayton's slot. So, But for some reason, they didn't pick him then, but they might now. I mean, who knows? It's still months away. But I don't know what to tell you. Uh, and then the very last thing, missed opportunity here, okay? Ronnie gets to photocopy a body part, and he chooses face. Okay. Did he choose that, or did Michelle? I mean, I did. I know, but you're supposed to photocopy your butt. That's. I the, know. That's the first that, thing I thought. That's of. the classic thing. <laughs> you, that's a classic photocopier prank. Is you photocopy your butt? I mean, he was already willing to strip down. I know. So. What happened? <laughs> I mean, it is a little bit unsanitary. It's nothing, a, nothing a Clorox wipe can't solve. <laughs> I mean, come on, Grindy. Uh, well, I don't and know. I was bold of you to assume that people who normally photocopy their butts care about being sanitary. <laughs> no, but somebody else has to use that machine after. <laughs> yeah, well, you know, it's just paper. Slightly butt-flavored paper. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah. Anyway. <laughs> this is the great content you can expect from, from our show here. Uh, so we had 14 kisses this 
episode, which is a number. And yeah, that's the amount of kisses we had. Ta-da. <laughs> is that less than last week? Uh, yes, by one, I believe. Oh, okay. Uh, how can people get in touch with us, Christy? Uh, you can email us at groupdatespod at gmail.com or follow us on Instagram at groupdatespodcast. Mm-hmm. Yes, I know I say this all the time, but we love hearing from people. We love seeing your wonderful messages and hearing what you think, even though most of the time it's, you're wrong, Sampy. <laughs> You're totally wrong about this. But I can handle it. Yeah. You know, and we're we're just we're out here trying to make the Bachelor Nation just a little bit better, one episode at a time. You know, spreading the message. We're doing our best. Doing our part. This has been Group Dates and Hot Takes, a Bachelor Nation podcast. I'm Sampy. And I'm Christy. We'll talk to you next week.